Hey, good morning. It's Andy. It's a Tuesday morning. Hope you're uh, looking forward to a great day. I know that I am. It's going to be a awesome day. I'm looking forward to I got some good meetings today, and I got some stuff through on the church, and it's just going to be a, going to be a good day. And I'm excited for what uh, what God has for me today, and I know that you're excited for what God has for you today. So I'm um, just I hope that no matter where you find yourself today, you can reflect His love to the folks all around you. There's a lot of folks out there right now that need to know God's love. They need to know that they're loved. And that's, um, that's our job as Christians and as the church. It's our job to be the hands and feet of Christ and uh, live out his love for all the world to see and all the world to know. So I look forward to, uh, you know, w w one day we'll have a testimony um, video time where I, I can hear all the great things that God's doing in your life because I, I know that he is. And um, I'm praying for you today and I hope that you have an awesome, awesome Tuesday today. Our reading today uh we're reading from uh, continuing John's Gospel. Uh, we're going to look at John chapter um, chapter six, verses twenty five through twenty seven, um, where it says this: They found him on the other side of the sea. They said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw the signs, because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. It is on him that the Father has set his seal. Okay, um, let's unpack what's happening there. Um, in, 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 in that context, uh, Jesus' Jesus's base of operation for most of his ministry is, around, is, is in Galilee. Galilee is the northern part of, of Israel. Um, it is um, removed from Jerusalem. Jerusalem is to the south. Uh, it's a good bit away. Galilee is very hilly, uh, very mountainous. It's beautiful, a beautiful country. I think the prettiest part of all of the Holy Land. Um, but Jesus did a lot of his teaching and ministry uh, along a network of villages that were all around the area where you could very easily walk from village to village. You could get on the Sea of Galilee and kind of sail from village to village. His home base of operations was a city called Capernaum. Uh, it's on the northern tip of the sea, I think, kind of the north, if I remember my geography correctly. It's kind of the northeastern or northwestern part of the Sea of Galilee, one of the larger cities in that area. So Jesus could very easily hop from village to village. But what you did primarily, though, there, was most of the of the um, Jews would stay on the western side of the Sea of Galilee. They didn't, and so notice, they says they crossed over to the other side. You didn't, you didn't go over to the other side all that often, because the other side of the Sea of Galilee was more Gentile. It was more dominated by Romans. The Romans had set up colonies there, cities there. You, you heard, in the, you can hear in the Bible um, talks about the Decapolis, um, ten cities. Uh, those were Roman colonies that were in that area. So most of the Jews would stay on the western side and would very rarely go over to the other side or the eastern side, which was more Gentile dominated, more Roman dominated. That was on the other side, on the other side was where Jesus cast the demons out of the man to the pig and they jumped off you know into the sea and all that so that's it was very rare to go over to the other side so sometimes Jesus would go over to the other side when he wanted to be left alone <laughs> if he wanted a break um, if he needed to rest if he wanted to get away from everything he would sometimes go over to the other side because he knew folks would not follow him there because um, they most good Jews just wouldn't wouldn't do that because you didn't go intermingle with the Gentiles that were Roman in that part of the world. So Jesus was on the other side of the Sea of Galilee this morning. 
they find him and they say, hey, when you get here? He's like, guys, and I didn't read all of chapter six to you this morning, but if you were to read, if you were to read, you know, um, before this, Jesus walks on water and they, the, the disciples are sailing over there. And then the people just look for him all over because, hey, they had eaten their fill. And, and, and um, that would have, we live in America in an age of buffets, you know, you get a lot of food here and most of us eat till we're satisfied multiple times a day and then we snack in between. That's what we do here. We have tons of food. Uh, there are places in our world now that don't have that and especially in Jesus' day there were places that didn't have that. <laughs> None of them had it. So when he fed the 5,000 in the previous section, it says the scripture says they ate till they were satisfied. That would have been rare. Um, it would not have been common to eat till you were satisfied. You ate what you had in front of you, and you lived and you subsisted. But you didn't eat till you were satisfied. So Jesus gave them something pretty worthwhile, and something, frankly, most of them had not experienced. And that's a good thing. They they liked it. They enjoyed eating. It was it was good for them to um, to eat till they were satisfied. So now um, now they are looking for Jesus again. Look upon him again because he gave them something to eat. They were hungry. Now they find him. And he says, why are you looking for me? Are you looking for me? Because you got enough to eat? Because that's, that's why you're looking for me. Not because of the signs and wonders you saw. Not because of the miracles I performed. But you're looking for me because you ate your fill of the loaves. But don't. Don't work for that. Don't work for that which satisfies the body. Work for that which satisfies the soul. So this morning, I think the question for us to consider as we start our day and we go about our day together is this is, what are we working for? Are we working for that which satisfies the body? Listen, we all need to eat. We all need to have food to eat. It's not bad. Not, not bad at all. James says, you see your hungry, your brother hungry, you tell him, be warm and well fed, but you don't provide him something to eat, then what have you done? So no, it's, it's uh, we all want to eat. We all want to have what we need to live. Jesus says in the Gospels, the Father knows that we're needful of such things. The Father knows that we need food and shelter and clothing. That's why he says, seek first the kingdom of God, and these things will be provided unto you. Because the Father knows that we need these things. So what are we spending our energy on this morning? What are we working for? What are we laboring for? What are we focusing on? Are we are we living our life seeking to satisfy the body? Are we living our life to satisfy the soul? Because we're never going to satisfy the body. The body will never be satisfied. Never enough food. Never enough entertainment. Never enough stuff. Read Ecclesiastes. In Ecclesiastes, the, the, the teacher does everything under, under the sun. Food, sex, fame, power, has has it all. Has everything that would satisfy a human being. And what does he say after each attempt of satisfaction? Vanity, vanity, everything's vanity. He doesn't find satisfaction in there. And I think we, if we're not careful, we'll make the same mistake. 
we will spend our energy, we'll spend our labors, we'll spend our money, we'll spend our time, we'll spend our energy, we'll spend everything trying to satisfy this earthly existence, this earthly body, and feeling empty. Because we gain it, and what have we gained? What have we gained? Don't work for that which satisfies the body. Work for that which satisfies the soul. C.S. Lewis says, aim at earth, you'll miss heaven. Aim at heaven, you'll get earth thrown in. If we're living our life seeking to satisfy the soul, we're living our life seeking to satisfy the heart, living our life seeking to satisfy our walk with God, living our life to truly give our life away to Jesus and live for him and, and, and feed on him and live in his grace and be satisfied by his grace and mercy and salvation. If we're living our life oriented towards that, and we spend our energy and our time and our effort and our work and all that upon that, then we'll always be satisfied. We'll have what we need. We'll find life and purpose and all these things. But if we're spending our, our for working for the stuff of earth, it's never enough. We'll never, we'll get everything we think we want, maybe. Maybe we will. We'll get the house, the gold watch, the whole nine yards. But does it really satisfy? And it doesn't. The other day, as you go about your life, your work, and your job, and your family, what are you working for? What are you working for? Are you working for that which truly satisfies? Are you working just for something temporary that's fleeting? Let's spend our life, let's spend our energy, let's spend our very being working for that which satisfies the soul. Because that's where life is found. Let's fix our eyes on Jesus. Follow him. Obeying him. Living in him. And then we'll have a life that's truly amazing. Hey, love you guys today. Praying for you. Have an awesome Tuesday. Hope, you have a, hope you're having a great week. Great spring break. Um, no, no Bible study tomorrow night because of spring break. Um, but we'll be doing devotionals every morning. Have a great, uh, a great day today. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Thanks.